0: Nine. Bang. Six. Five. Don't say we all. Four. Three. Two. One. What's next?
1: Okay, so I'm gonna get in my action pose, bending at the knees, and let's do TJ Hooker. Do we have to? Yes, we do. Adam.
0: God. All right. Well, let's get the hell into it then.
1: All right. So Hit with Hunker. some stats. Yeah. So, created by Ricky Husky. It lasted five seasons, uh, 1982 to 1986. Everyone will be expecting us to talk about Heather Locklear. She got her start on the show, but not to the second season. So, we're not oh. going to see her. 91 episodes. Here's the neat thing it did its first four seasons on ABC and its last season on CBS, which is weird. Hmm. Stars William Shatner and Heather Locklear from seasons two to five. And the premise is as seventies, a cop show as you can get one good cop cleaning up the streets. And now you know what this is about because that's yeah. really what it is. So I knew this sucked when I was a kid, to be clear. Uh, <laughs> um, this was, it's funny because this is when star Trek two started. This okay. is about, so he, this was sort of after he'd filmed star Trek two, that's 82 is when star Trek two came out. Pretty mm-hmm. sure. 81 or 82, I don't remember. In any case, he was sort of getting back into TV because he'd been out of TV since Star Trek. It was his amazing singing career with Lucy in the Sky <laughs> with Diamonds. If you've no, never heard that, yeah. uh, you're a better man for it.
0: Picture yourself in a boat on a river
1: with tangerine trees and marmalade sky. Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly. A girl with kaleidoscope eyes.
0: Oh, no, um, I have been subjected to it.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's something else. Like, I, I sent that YouTube clip to CJ and I don't think she ever forgave me. Yeah. So, here's my first note. There's a oh, war going on out there. He's a badass, or at least pretends to be. He can't pull off drill sergeant. Maybe that's the problem with knowing Shatner for our entire lives. We don't believe, we do not believe him. No. (laughs) Um, It's. You got to tell me about, because I have a history with this show, but you got to tell me. You got to lay it on me.
0: Yeah. Okay. So I was, I was socially familiar with TJ Hooker as the cop show that Shatner did. Yeah, Uh, that was the extent of my knowledge before today, and I wish that that was still the extent of my knowledge. (laughs) So, you know, you get into it and I I would like to I would like to preface this. I work in EMS. I work alongside members of the police service every single day. I am very good friends with many of them. They're, you know, crucial members of the team that I work on. I could not do my job without them. That said, this is someone who is playing a cop fantasy as described by, like, an eight-year-old. Yes. You know, every every situation is clear-cut, black and white. That's the bad guy. They need to either be shot or put in jail for the rest of their life, yep. or they're a good guy. And it's yep. it's just that simple uh, in the world of T.J. Miller or T.J. Hooker.
1: Yeah, yeah uh, it's funny because I have here, the dialogue is very elementary. Yeah. And and elementary, you're right. It is it is a kid. You know what this is? This is a mid and again, not to be political, but it's sort of mid 1980s, mid Reagan era. And he was big on look at all this terrible crime. Look how awful mm. it is. We need cops to clean up the streets. This is Dirty Harry. Yeah. Uh, in, in uniform. And at one point, remember, he makes the comment. The past works. Remember that? Yeah.
0: Yeah. The past um, works. That's great.
1: The past works. And my first thought when I was watching this is like, yeah, as long as you're a white dude. Sure.
0: Exactly. Um, That's
1: exactly the you know, point. Be, be, a, be a black dude walking down the street and the past doesn't work for you so well. Yeah. Unfortunately, the present doesn't either. No. Um, and it's funny because like, like this whole pilot takes place in the police academy because what was it? He's been he's waiting to be cleared on a shooting and he's like missing half his stomach because he got shot up really bad. And so they've got him training recruits and. So at first, I mean, they do an admirable, if utterly failed job of trying to introduce you to him slowly. You get to know him the way the police recruits do first as this gruff, no nonsense drill sergeant, which he can't do. And (laughs) then as a, as a teacher, which he can't do. And then as a family man, which yeah, I understand why his wife left him,
0: but yeah, Yeah, I
1: I understand why his wife in the show leaves him. I like the fact I will, I will give him credit for this. The fact that he has a relationship with his ex-wife and his kid. Yep. An actual honest-to-God relationship. He shows up at the house. He meets the boyfriend. He doesn't like him, but this is just the way it is. His ex-wife still talks to him. You know, they talk about alimony, which is a very TV thing to talk about. It's a very real thing to talk about, too, of course. Yeah. But, you know, the idea that this guy's got real problems, that he he's very clearly not good at solving them. He's not a personal problem solver, which is why he's single now. But, you know, I like the fact that they try to show he is imperfect. Yeah, but then he winds up being like this action star. Yeah,
0: uh, yeah, that's that's one of my one of my my many many gripes with this show. Is I mean, like the, it's it's probably summed up best by one of the last scenes of the episode where he is uh, he there. There's a shooting that happens at the restaurant across the street from this park that the cops are all having a, right. a picnic at. He runs over to his vehicle, grabs this massive 50 Cal handgun from the back of his trunk.
1: Well, you got it exactly right. Callahan, Dirty Harry. That's exactly the intention.
0: Yeah. He runs over. He has what equates to a high noon shootout with a car and then dives out of the way at the last second before the car crashes into another car and bursts into flames.
1: Apparently, he's known for the show was known for him doing the across the hood slide and stuff like that but it was clear even in the 80s he was not young enough to be doing that shit no
0: no he was you, you know? he, he was you know in his what 50s. probably his 50s i was going to well, say 40s well he like was in his mid 30s
1: but... when he he was in his mid 30s when he filmed star trek yeah so we're talking you know mid 50s now so yeah. yeah he's he he's not an action star he's never been yeah. i mean in, in the original star trek he, it was always so silly mm-hmm. he didn't get better with age no No, he's a fine actor, but he's not an action star. Come on.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. I mean, the extent of his action star is Kirk and the Gorn, like.
1: (laughs) Oh,
0: not again.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ah, ah. Hold on. Hold on just a minute. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> oh, We're both too old for this kind of thing. Yeah, that's, that's a That's, a that's the
0: closest to believable that we ever get from Shatner's action acting.
1: Oh, no, <laughs> no, no, no. There's the episode shortly where he fights the image of Finnegan. Uh, oh, used to harass. Him. yeah. That was actually a pretty good, but that was mostly, a, you know, a, a stuntman. But yeah, like he's he's unconvincing. Yes. Um, he you know, uh, one thing we forgot to talk about with Barney Miller is does it doesn't set up the show. But we t- we we talked about we didn't ask the question. But here, you know, asking the question, does the, does the show set up, like, does this pilot set up the rest of the series? And my argument would be no, because you don't know who the hell this guy is. We only learn about him piecemeal. Mm-hmm. And he's never convincing anywhere along the way. He tries I- to come off as the old, angry, conservative cop who knows best because the, the past worked. Yeah, but that doesn't even come off believable if you were in the 80s.
0: No, I, I does it come off believable. No, but I again, I haven't seen the rest of the show, yeah. but I I am fully, fully buy, bought in that. Yeah, that's just who his character is for the rest of the series, unless there's some growth that happens down the line. But I don't expect that there is.
1: My understanding is in the second season, they take away the Academy angle and he just mm-hmm. becomes a crime solver and that's why he gets uh heather locklear in the show yeah. i that and also they wanted someone who was pretty Yeah, um, but chatter it's so well yeah it's funny because the only sexy stuff we get in this show is that dude's bikini underwear that yeah. was a little much that, that i actually wrote the whole scene with the bikini underwear is a bit much
0: it the, drags on for too long there's there's a, a point could have been yeah. funny it could have yeah. been really funny if they'd stopped it like
1: a minute earlier.
0: Well, uh, yeah, they don't need to have him striking multiple poses. In yeah, the, with in the banana the hammock. History. Yeah, yeah.
1: Didn't need that. It's funny. I wrote a scene. I wrote a. I wrote a a note here, and I don't. Maybe you'll remember because I watched this a few days ago. The scene with the wife is so eighties. That sort of thing would never fly this way. She'd be expected to push back, or for someone else to push back. Yeah. So I'm not sure which scene that refers to.
0: I, I. I think that you're talking about where they're just like sitting in the in the kitchen. He's saying, yeah, I'm going to get the alimony to you when I can. And then, oh, yeah, no, that's okay. Hey, I left a bottle of bourbon in the bag for you and there's cold chicken in the fridge.
1: Right. She's she's babysitting the kid. That's right. Yeah.
0: He's he's just she's pandering to him like, oh, no, it's fine. I you would expect that on a in a modern show. I think it it, was something else. No, no,
1: I know what it is. I know the scene. It's the bribery scene. There's this weird ass B plot. Remember about the woman who's having an affair with her boss?
0: Oh, yeah. And the
1: way he treat the way he talks to her was so gross. Yeah. That's what it's from, right? Oh, okay. Okay, yeah.
0: There's there's so many of those moments that are
1: it's the 80s. Really, it's r- yeah. A they, lot of they, bad writing.
0: They just play as as really bad, especially given the the context of 2023 eyes. I mean, yeah, there's both, yeah. a there's a scene where um Hooker is standing at the front of the class trying to discuss uh, a previous event that had happened with two officers where they'd gone to a 24 hour convenience store and saw a guy standing across the street in the shadows and he had a bulge in his pocket. And they go and they find out he's got a gun and he's on probation. So they take him in. He's back out on the street a few days later. But the next time they come back or the next time he's back there across he the kills street, someone, he's, right? he kills the, the store yep. owner and his 17 year old daughter. But like that, that I think that that That's an 80s up.
1: thing. That's a socio-political viewpoint that was very common in the 80s, mm -hmm. very conservative era. And you know what? I think that's just fine because it is what it is. Like we can't like I'm I'm desperate not even though we're doing it, I'm trying not to judge these things by modern standards Mm -hmm. because the honeymooners bang zoom to the moon, Alice. Yeah, like yeah. You know, they even joke about that in Futurama, isn't it? The very yeah. second episode. Oh, yeah. I always thought it was about uh, exploring the moon. Turns out it's just about domestic violence, yeah. you know, but yeah, it, it's the whole view of the way criminals are portrayed. They're just these bad dudes doing bad mm. things because they're bad dudes. It's hilarious. Mm. I love the gang, the purple stallions with their yes. purple jackets. That this show was written. This was written by someone who's seen West Side Story way too many times.
0: Yeah, the the gangs, um, the the you know the j- and or the jerks and the shets.
1: Yeah, uh, jets. Yeah, it's hilarious. One thing I did find interesting is that T.J. Hooker is a Vietnam vet, as is Romano, the the rookie he takes under his wing. Yeah, and we often forget that a lot of American cops mm-hmm. in that era were the were Vietnam vets, and you sort of wonder. You know, at first I was sort of musing to myself while I was watching this. I wonder how much of the '80s and its pension, like the the problem, especially the LAPD had. With police brutality. And then I remember cops were pretty brutal in the early 60s, especially if you happen to be a civil rights worker.
0: Yeah. But
1: I remember after 9 11 them talking about, well, why not arm pilots? Most of them were Vietnam, most of the most airline pilots are Vietnam vets. This is, of course, 2000. And you know, how many, you know, how many American soldiers you know muster out of the military and and go into law enforcement?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and it's it's not special, it's just the way it is that he was wasn't he special forces Green Beret and they talk about like a bunch of them. Yeah, I was here and yeah, I was there. You know, it's just like it's a matter of fact that they were all, you know. um, I
0: I think that that might be one of the more believable aspects because they do touch on like multiple people having PTSD and multiple people dealing with their trauma from their military service and what they've dealt with on the streets as a police officer. Like they they actually do a half decent job of that.
1: Yes the only and in fact it's one of the best portrayals i think i've seen the only one i could think of that was better is was an episode of the rookie where tim one of the the sergeants he gets a new recruit a new rookie and she is she's she spent time in i think it was iraq or afghanistan and he's trying to get her to view things as a police officer instead instead of as a uh, a soldier mm-hmm. what
0: are we doing here you'll see You're right, Not earlier. It was different than the army. One second a guy's trying to kill us, the next we're saving his life. You're still in the headspace where everyone is either a friendly or an enemy combatant. It's my job to help you change that mindset. These people are all your neighbors. Some are neighbors with problems who do stupid things, crazy things, selfish things, but they're just people.
1: It was just a really good scene, and this one reminded me a lot of that. One thing I also wrote here is the chase music is so late sixties to eighties, it hurts.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: That chase music, holy shit! <laughs> it's, um, uh,
0: it, it, it is. You know what? I now that you you mention it, you're you're absolutely right. But I think it's one of those things that in the moment it was, it was so so seventies that I just, yep, this fits. This is this is correct. Yeah. This is the I laughed time out loud. <laughs>
1: There's a comment T.J. Hooker makes at the picnic where he meets the the wife of one of the recruits and he knows she's cheating on the recruit. And T.J. Hooker says, if I were you and my husband carried a gun, I'd be a bit more discreet. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? You're warning this woman (sighs) that your husband, a law enforcement officer who is armed, might shoot you. Or otherwise assault you if he catches you cheating. Yeah. This is what you, you, the the drill sergeant from the academy, like, what? yeah, I was I was shocked. And of course, I did note the dirty Harry shot at the end was clearly on purpose. Oh, for sure. But again, it all comes back to, like, my last note is, does a lousy job of explaining who TJ Hooker is. Is he a hard ass? Is he a nice guy? He's not a quitter, but is he nuts? Because there's mm-hmm. that the very thing right at the end where they suggest he might be a little too much of a risk taker. Yeah. Does he have a death wish? We don't know. And I guess that's like, oh, tune in next week. But kind of the whole point of the pilot is you should have a grasp of who these people are. Yeah. You expect growth, but at the same time, you have to have an idea of who a person is at sort of at the fundamental level. And Mm -hmm. I have no idea.
0: Well, I I think that that's kind of the problem is they they I don't think it's that they do a bad job of explaining who T.J. Miller is. I think T.J. Hooker. Hooker. Sorry, I keep (laughs) getting Barney Miller. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I think they do a great job of explaining who he is. He is a not real person who is all things to all people. He is whoever yeah. he needs to be around the people he's around in that moment. He is not a uh, consistent character. He's not a person. He is a is a chameleon for the purposes yeah. of the show.
1: Now you know it is entirely possible that his character settled down. You know we always have to remember that pilots are just that they're pilots. Absolutely. But this is the problem. I mean, this is the good part. And the, what the hell is that?
0: Sorry, that was the the mic arm. it oh, started to swing okay. down and away from my face. So I I'd really I'd really hope that that wasn't gonna squeak <laughs> as loudly as it did. It's
1: okay. You know, the thing with the pilot, the good part and the bad part is we do the pilots and we're saying, okay, this is a this isn't a show I've never heard of before, and it was on TV. It's the mm-hmm. news see it's September, so I'm gonna tune in. Do I want to go and see the next episode? On the one hand, that's how we're approaching this. We're, you know, We're testing the pilots. On the other hand, in some ways, it's almost not fair, because some shows take a long time to develop. And in, up until recently, you could manage that. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, it wasn't bad, but I guess I'll watch next week. I got nothing else to do it at 8 o'clock yeah. on a Thursday night. But in this day and age, you don't have that option. No. Like, if you don't make an impression, a really good impression on your audience, you're going to lose half your viewers after that first episode. Yeah. So are you going to go
0: back and watch this whole series? God, no. Oh, (laughs) no, no, no. Part me
1: wants to watch a second season episode just to see how it changed.
0: See Heather Locklear?
1: Well, I could do that anywhere. I have Google, (laughs) but, you know, look, it lasted five seasons. Someone liked this show. Yeah, and right. you know what?
0: I bet you that there are probably people out there that would still really like this show. I just, ironically, I'm not or, one of them,
1: or enthusiastically. No, I think you know? there
0: are people that would enthusiastically like this show. Those are the people that think that that's the, you know, the level of policing that we need to go back to the, the comp tracker or comp tracker level of policing. The uh, the hard, whiz you know, throw them in jail first and ask Jerry questions Hattery. later. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I and it, I mean that grosses me out on a personal level and a you me know a political level to be honest. But uh, at the same time, it's just I've seen it done better. Like the one thing about Dirty Harry, if you, I'm not sure if you've ever actually seen the movies, they're actually not bad. He's a very honest cop, and as much as he's a prick, <laughs> he is he really does want what's like. He doesn't understand, but he wants to do right. And and I, the one I saw was he deals with a, cor- a group of corrupt motorcycle cops okay. and like he's equal opportunity hater. He hates scum no matter which side of the the, the thin blue line you're on sort of thing. Yeah. But, but with Hooker, I, I just don't I don't know who he is. And I don't care enough to watch the second episode, I guess, is what it comes down to. Yeah. But someone did because they watched it for five freaking seasons. Mm-hmm. And then he did, his next show was uh, Rescue 911. He narrated he narrated stories about, well, just that, police and fire and uh, paramedic emergencies. Mm-hmm. That show went on forever. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so you're never going to watch this again. I am almost certainly never going to watch this again. Do we suggest that viewers, I don't know, watch one episode just to understand it? I mean, yeah. is it worth it?
0: I, I think it's... Like it, it all depends on you, the person. I think if you can sit down and separate yourself from this entirely and watch it as a piece of bombastic spectacle media. Yeah. Uh, and you're just gonna enjoy it for that, then you would probably enjoy this whole series, I would imagine. But if you were, you know, somebody who's going to, you know, read into the show a little bit and, and really be aware of the social context of the show and what it means and what's being yeah, said. Your hair out maybe watch one episode just just so you're aware but be aware that you have every right to turn it off you know 30 minutes in because you've got the gist
1: you get it oh yeah yeah point Um, oh yeah there's no subtlety here like the two bad guys who we see roving around you know they're just bad dudes being bad dudes doing bad things because they're bad dudes they do steal
0: 17 bucks and shoot some people that's it
1: yeah why well because crime is bad and criminals are bad and it's like oh, really no kidding yeah (laughs) Yeah, it's it's not subtle but it's very elementary that's my issue with it it's not it's not clever
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and maybe that's what i find most frustrating about it it's just not a very clever show but you know it is what it is yeah um so yeah so let's leave it there um i'm gonna go and dive across a car roof and then get into my action pose (laughs) and um shoot some bad guys Mm -hmm. because that's what you do
0: uh, yeah, yeah, that's how a normal day goes for me. But, but
1: I don't have the dirty Harry, long-barreled, Magnum or whatever it was. So No, oh,
0: that's okay. You don't need that. You can just go get a rubber band gun from the dollar store, and you'll be fine. <laughs>